Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. And today, we want to bless you by talking to you and telling you a little bit about homeschool conventions. Now, I've actually only been to two conventions in my whole entire life, but Jenny is a convention pro. In fact, she and her whole entire family. We're going to talk to Jenny about her experiences over the years. Both of us will talk to you about what we saw and heard and learned at conventions in the hopes that maybe we'll encourage you to start planning to attend next year. So Jenny, tell us how many times you've attended homeschool conventions and why on earth you even got started on that whole kick, because I know it's been a long time for you guys. Well, let's see. The kids are now graduated. (laughs) Noah was in first grade when we started our homeschooling journey. And Madeline was in preschool, straight out of the chute. And you just went to a convention that very first yeah, year. I'm trying to think, though, because I think possibly the first one that we ever went to, I may have went with our good friend, Emily. Okay. Just the two of you or your whole family? Actually, our families were there together. Okay. In Cincinnati, though? Yeah, in Cincinnati. Our okay. families went together. Okay, so somehow you two, your families found out about this. Yes. You knew there was this thing called the Great Homeschool Convention Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati. Yes. And you just decided to get in your cars and drive? I think so. Wow. Maybe I heard about it from Emily. I'm not even quite sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's a big, huge homeschooling moment, even going to the homeschooling (laughs) convention, right? Right, right. Because not only are you going to the homeschool convention, but they have so many things to do while you're there. The, the aquarium in Cincinnati, we did oh, that yeah, yeah. with the kiddos. The field trips and yeah. stuff. And yeah, and so there was so much. So for us, it was probably just, oh, let's bring the kids, and this is a learning time, and we're free. We can go. They don't have to be at school. We can. So I think that probably had something to Okay, do and it. so did you drive right from the get-go? Yes, we always okay. drove. Okay. So tell me, think back in the Wayback Machine. Mm. Can you remember your impressions the very first time you walked in to the exhibit hall or to one of the speakers, because there are so many new homeschoolers these days, right? I was just telling you a statistic. At the beginning of the 20 and 21 school year, 11% of all children in America were homeschooled. At the end of the 2021 school year, 19%. We don't know what it's going to be now that we're at the beginning of another new school year. So there's a lot of parents thinking about yeah. this and thinking, okay, well, I've, I've heard of homeschool conventions. They start in the spring, so I can't go till next spring. Mm-hmm. What was your impression like when yeah. you first went? Well, even before we arrived, the work up up to it, <laughs> looking at the website, because when you're planning for this, you know, you're planning way mm-hmm. ahead of time mm-hmm. and you can't even see all the speakers. You know, they kind of keep adding them on. Oh, sure. And back then it wasn't as many you know, at as many locations. They were probably starting out right when you guys were starting yes, out. Right. So the Cincinnati was the big one. Right. But I remember just printing off all of the different talks that I wanted to attend. And of course, you can go to other homeschooling websites and they'll have all the steps that you should take to go to a homeschool convention. <laughs> 
I never did any of the steps. <laughs> Not a one, no step. And a shout out to my great friend, Emily Polk, because she's a very well-organized gal. Mm -hmm. And I think she had everything super organized, uh, you know, printing yes. stuff out and everything was really organized. Personally, I probably wouldn't have done that, but then I felt compelled because she had her organization and everything. <laughs> but it was a good thing because when you go, so you go there, you walk in and it's always at, do you remember the name of the convention center? I don't know. It's in downtown Cincinnati. Oh yeah. The Duke Energy Center. Oh yeah. There you go. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so when you walk in, the first thing that you do is you go up to the desk and get your registration. Mm -hmm. Now we signed up online, but you still need to go get your packet. Of mm -hmm. course you have a little bracelet that you wear and the packet has a lot of little freebies, coupons, mm -hmm. a book that explains everything. And what's nice about it is the book actually has the layout. There are so many speakers that you can go to. So what was nice about having the book is just highlighting every single speaker that I wanted to go to. But for me, it was heaven. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. My feelings when I first went in, I thought, wow, all of these families homeschool? Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. And that was then. Right. I mean, there were thousands yeah. at this place. So many families that the escalator Shut that thing right down. Pre-pandemic stuff. I was there in 2015 at the Cincinnati one. Mm -hmm. They told I saw you us, there. Remember? We, we saw did. each other. We, yeah. we took a picture together, yes, believe it or not. Yes, we did. And we then you deleted it. I loved the picture and you deleted it, Jenny Tetzner. How terrible. <laughs> Had I known. Anyway, I think somebody told me 6,000 families that year. That was 2015, wow. well before mm -hmm. all this other stuff has happened. Were you scared to go or were you always just excited? No, I was always excited. Okay. So you weren't feeling like you were going to be overwhelmed? No. Okay. Not at all. Because a lot of people feel scared yes, to go and they just are right. overwhelmed or yeah. overwhelmed at the prospect of feeling overwhelmed. I think so. And, and they I, avoid going yeah, for that reason. They do. That's one of those myths is mm -hmm. that you will be overwhelmed. But like I said on our last episode, mm -hmm. which would have been the debunking thing, maybe two episodes ago. The reality is there are a lot of people there. There are a lot of curriculum providers there. Yes. But this is what they do. Mm -hmm. So when they're standing at their tables, they are so well-equipped to just take you aside and talk right to you. Because I think they know that people can be overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you have to bust that myth. Bust mm. that myth. <laughs> it is not that overwhelming. It's not at all. Now, if there was any overwhelmingness, it might be, let's say you're new to homeschooling. You go in. There are so many curriculum providers. Mm -hmm. You're like a child in a candy store mm. and you just want every single one of them, <laughs> all of them. They all seem good. You want yep. everyone. That's a great overwhelm. If you ask me, there's so many choices. <laughs> well, I mean, unless you've got free reign of the credit card or something and your true. husband's not there to yeah, stop you. True. I don't know. That could be a whole different thing, but that's an afterwards, <laughs> yeah, right? That's true. So you've been to the great homeschool conventions many times in Cincinnati, right? You many, only just ever went yes. to that one. And then this past year, I know you also went to teach them diligently in Texas, I did. right? Yes. And but I, we did go to Florida as well. Oh, and you've been at the home, Florida yeah. homeschool convention. Florida okay, and so you've Texas. Been, okay. You've been at several then. Yes. Can you kind of 
describe any differences you notice yeah. between the three? Because sometimes people are like, well, great homeschool is going to be in my community and so is teach them diligently like a month later. Mm-hmm. And does not matter which one I go to? Yeah. Oh. I think Cincinnati, because it was one of the first ones that, mm-hmm. that just seemed the biggest to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And that was the only one I was at for a long time right. ever. But then when we went to Florida, now I think Florida was added on. It was a it, great it homeschool was, convention it or was the Florida? Great, yep, great homeschool convention. Because okay, the Florida. state of Florida actually has its own state homeschool yeah, so convention it was, as well. It was the great homeschool convention, okay. and that was just not too long ago. Okay. I would say three years ago mm-hmm. or something, approximately around three years ago, maybe, maybe okay. two years ago, something in there. Yeah. I could be getting it wrong, but it was within the past probably three years. Okay. They said that it was new. They had just added it on. It yeah. was definitely not huge in mm-hmm. the least bit. Okay. And for us, that was such an extreme. Because yeah. in Cincinnati, 6,000 yes, people walking through that. the doors, right? Right. Escalator shut down. This was a lot more relaxed. I'm sure that'll change, though, as time right. goes on. So now, different but. venues of certainly great homeschools are bigger or larger. Yep. So if somebody wanted a smaller one, they could look on the website and yes. say, I'd rather go to New York. Mm-hmm. Also, I live in Pennsylvania, so that's closer yes. or whatever, because I know the New York one is pretty small. Yep. What do I teach them diligently? Teach them diligently was so interesting. This was our first year going. It was in Texas. It was at a water park there. Okay. And we walked in. Did you go down the water slide? We didn't. We didn't do anything <laughs> water. It was Noah. Okay. I just had to And ask. my husband <laughs> and me. Our daughter stuck back. But there were a lot of people at this water park. I also think it happened, you know, so during this whole pandemic thing, people were just done and they wanted to go to the water park. <laughs> okay. So they weren't all there for the yeah, convention there was, necessarily. Well, No, not all of them. Okay. Not at all. But it had a very good turnout. What's Mm -hmm. different about the two is teach them diligently is more, you know, they start off with worshiping together as a group. They sing Mm -hmm. some songs and you kind of meet together, Mm -hmm. you know, pray about it. You do that. And this was a lot smaller compared to the Cincinnati one. And it was at the hotel. So they had... A fair selection. They had a great, but not as huge, a lot smaller. I'm trying to think as far as the breakouts go with listening to different speakers. I don't think we did that actually. Okay. But you have in the past. I have in the past. And the Mm -hmm. only reason we didn't with this one was we were really promoting the homeschool loft and just kind of trying to get different ideas there. So we weren't going as seeking information. Family-wise, homeschooling-wise. So if you go to teach them diligently, it sounds like they have like a large group thing at the beginning of each day or at least the beginning of the first day or something? Okay, because at Great Home Schools, which is also owned and operated by Christians, they don't have, they they, they do have something in the evening, but they don't start out their day altogether. It's like you wake up, you go to whatever exhibit hall displays or whatever speakers you want to go to, but it sounds like it's more individualized? There's not a big group focus maybe? Yeah. And I think we were talking to some people the next day, so I can't say that they did that on the second day, but it was really nice. I I thought it was really good because before they opened the doors, the main thing everybody wants, the convention hall there so they can see the curriculum. Before they did any of that, it was really nice just to be together. Yeah. And, you know, they had, I think it's Leslie Nunnery Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and David, her husband, she said some words. Yeah. And then there was a gentleman who led us in worship and it was a great way to start our three day convention. It was Mm -hmm. just, it was nice. We were all together in that room and everybody was well focused and 
We started out of the shoot with peace. Okay. Okay. So yeah. just a different way of organizing it. Like I said, I know Brennan Dean, the owner of Great Home Schools, and he's yeah. also a strong believer, but yes. they've just chosen to organize things differently. Yeah, there. exactly. So, mm-hmm. Okay. So exhibit hall. Yes. <laughs> Can you give people some kind of a picture? Ooh. Oh, goodness gracious. Because you know what they're thinking, that it's some kind of free for all and people are throwing curriculum all around. Mm. and <laughs> It's so well organized. It really is. When you walk in, now in Cincinnati, it is at Duke Energy Center, a convention center. Which is ginormous. Ginormous. When you first enter in, like I said, you first go pick up your packet. You stand in line, right? Here's the S through whatever. And then you you get in the right line and you get your stuff. And our family anyway, you can sit down. I have my highlighter with me. You know, I might say, hey, babe, let's look at this. What talks do we want to go to? And when Mm -hmm. I say talks, what's really nice about it is there are different speakers. There are big speakers, keynote speakers, but then there are little ones who are actually the seminars, right? Yeah, seminars, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the makers of the curriculum that you're buying. Seminars happen every day. Mm, that's a great question. How <laughs> it's, many? it's like it's like several because dozen a, hour by hour, right? It's all day. Yeah, they, they go all, all day, day every day. And I think they usually start at a, some of them start at eight a.m. or wow. eight thirty a.m. somewhere around there. And so you have to be up and at them mm-hmm. and be at the convention center because I think it's the first day that you go right off the bat. You do not have access to the curriculum right away. The exhibit hall. The exhibit they don't hall. open right away, right? Not right away. Because they're setting up, frankly, because I've been on that yes. end of it and they need time to set up and get organized. And that's and okay that kind because then they yeah. have some of their main speakers. You can right. kind of go mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. that. And is it the same at Teach Them Diligently? They just have speakers hour upon hour that you can choose from? Yeah, that I don't know because we didn't go okay. to many of those. We were really okay. in the exhibit hall talking. Okay, to I would think it would be similar, yeah. but you don't have to go to the eight thirty a.m. If you guys aren't morning people, right? No. You can just like I want to go hear the speaker at eleven a.m. You pick and choose, right? Okay, yes. so you're not assigned. You're right? not assigned. You can go. There are a plethora of speakers. <laughs> so you just and now what's really nice is in the book they have them categorized. So you'll have all the speakers that are touching on the classical. You have the Charlotte Mason section. Okay. In that book, okay. so it's, it's a big of, book, isn't it? It is. A, it is a thick book. Yeah. I mean, not super thick, but well, it's like fifty or sixty pages. I've seen them. Yeah. So they're pretty yeah. thick. Ads yeah. thrown in there. Right. Oh, and then you go. In, let's talk about the convention hall. So there you are. <laughs> you find You're just in love with the convention I hall. I am. <laughs> Everything about it, the smell, because they have a a little company there that has roasted nuts. <laughs> and, oh, they come in the little cone-shaped paper. But for our family, the roasted nuts is something the kids got excited for every year. And we kind of got to know the nut guy, the older gentleman who probably, I don't know if he no, ran the business. I was twice, and I don't remember roasted nuts. I can't believe nuts. it. <laughs> Tina, oh my gosh. Nuts are a must-have. But, yeah, when you get in there... There are tables, booths, if you will, mm-hmm. set up. It seemed that they had like the classical education kind of in one section. Okay. And so that and was each exhibitor has a, like a like a wall display kind of thing. So you can see. But there's also, if I'm remembering correctly, there's a map of the exhibit hall. And map. they're all listed and categorized. Like, all right, this is row yeah. E. Column, You're right. Not column three, yes. but you know what I mean. Yeah. So you can kind of find your vendors yes. that way, but they all have right. like displays too. Big, huge so you walk up and you're are. like sunlight, yes. IEW. And especially those big those. ones. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sunlight. I mean, they'll be kind of in the center with a big, huge, right. it's not even a sign, but kind of a big, huge sign. So saying is there. it easy to find the ones you specifically know you want to look for? Yes. Or do you just have to wander until you find them? We personally did never follow the map ever. <laughs> 
that doesn't that surprise me. I'm sorry, honey, that doesn't well, surprise me. I loved every aspect. So we would just walk around <laughs> and there's so much to look at. And if you have your kiddos with you, mm-hmm. now let's talk about that. You don't need to have your kiddos with you because they have a children's program. Mm-hmm. So the kids... And I think when you register, you can sign your kiddos up mm-hmm. and then drop them with the children's program, which is much more than like your church children's program. Sure. Our kids never wanted to go to the children's program. Mm-hmm. And even if your children don't, you bring them right into that convention hall. Mm-hmm. There are so many things for them. First of all, they're the homeschooled students. So right, they right. recognize some of the people mm-hmm. that maybe they watch on video with their lessons. Sure. And there are kids waiting in line to get signatures of these people. Yes. You know your homeschool teachers. kid when you're looking for a curriculum Goodness, provider yes. signature, right? Yeah. On the other hand, now we did mention this before we started too, some people, whether it's a wife by herself or husband and wife, go mm-hmm. just by themselves and they might ask grandma and grandpa to watch the yes. kids for the weekend and kind of make it either a mom getaway weekend. Mm-hmm. The two times I went, I was helping with an exhibitor one time and I was a speaker the other time. So I didn't bring my family, mm-hmm. but we have a very good friend, Vivian, who appeared on the Moms of Multiples. Mm-hmm. And she said that that was always her kind of retreat weekend. Yeah. And then sometimes, yeah, just a husband and wife go. So and there's multiple ways to attend a convention. Yeah. That retreat thing, mm-hmm. that is the truth. Because when you go here, you know, so there you are, you have your book, you're looking at your book, which speaker do I want to hear? Mm-hmm. And you highlight that, oh, you go in and you get encouragement. Mm-hmm. Because truly, it's easy to think when you're home with your kiddos, Mm-hmm. And yes, I know you have friends that homeschool and you're in your little homeschool groups around your area. Mm-hmm. But you guys, this is so much bigger that when you're there and you see all of these other moms mm-hmm. and dads and mm-hmm. kiddos, mm-hmm. when you see all of this, that is a refreshment to your soul. It yes. really reminds you that it's so much bigger than you. And when you go to hear these speakers, I mean, a lot of them have written the curriculum that you're using. After they created the curriculum to homeschool their own children with, and then God led them to make it a mom and pop company. A lot of the providers are like that. Not all. Some of the big name secular providers also come, you know, they sell the public school and they'll come to these conventions too. But a lot of them are homeschoolers themselves. And what's nice about sitting in there with them, Mm -hmm. you know, so you go into their talk is you can talk with them. Yeah. You know, you can stick around. They answer questions and they're just regular people. And so, you you know, if you have questions about how something works, let's say in, you know, with your student, you know, I'm not sure which which level do I get? I don't have any idea. Yep. You can talk with them. They know. And you know they, yeah. they love that. You are That's absolutely why right. You know, I only went the two times and I was doing different things, but a lot of people will know the name Andrew Pudua. He mm-hmm. is the owner of IEW Institute for Excellence in Writing, which a lot of us have used. It's a really good curriculum. And I went to one of his talks just because I'm like, I'm here. I need to hear Andrew Pudua, right? And he's such a good speaker that I came away from his talk, me, a not classical homeschooler, (laughs) had no interest because I got turned off to it early on. He was so good talking about how Latin helps with grammar. And of course, I can know all this intellectually, but I had no interest in buying a Latin curriculum. Be that as it may, after he spoke to the group, I talked with him individually, and people would think Andrew Pudu was not going to talk to me. Mm. He did, and he's the nicest, most sincere yes, man, and just amazing. Sure is. Mr. Pudu, if you want to come on our podcast, that would be lovely yes. too someday. <laughs> but 
then I was talking to him about Latin. And before I knew it, I'm going downstairs. He doesn't sell Latin, mind you. He just told me of a curriculum provider that he thought was the best Latin one. And all of a sudden, I'm finding myself buying $200 worth of Latin (laughs) material because I heard him. But it was was his talk. But it was also the individual attention he gave. And he's not the only one. Yeah, he's not. That's just a sweet example. And what's really nice when you see Mr. Pudua Mm -hmm. is that, you know, so many times I've seen him hanging out with the kiddos playing one day, you know, I saw him, he was playing checkers with one of the kiddos and he's been on Noah's podcast. Oh, that's lessons amazing. from a homeschooler. Cool. Very cool. My boy, Noah, <laughs> you can hear that. If you go to lessons with a homeschooler, Noah doesn't continue on with that podcast, but it's but great. It's and mm-hmm. it's there for you to hear. And mm-hmm. so good. But that is the thing is this is their heart. Just like homeschooling is our heart. Mm-hmm. Our heart's desire is to help all of you to encourage you. And that is exactly precisely what they do. Right. They, they, they hope to sell curriculum. I mean, for a lot of these people, yep. it is their family income. So there's that aspect of things. But they don't even hire workers to work the booths. They ask volunteers, people who use the curriculum a lot. Yeah. I volunteered one year at a smaller convention for My Father's World because I'd used it for several years. And they said, will you come and work our booth? And the reason being, they wanted lots of people there so that if this mom came and needed literally to talk to you for half an hour, somebody could do that. And Mm. they weren't going to just brush you off. And all the providers are like that. They have people there who know the material. And yes, would they like to sell you $200 worth of Latin? Yes. Mm -hmm. But what they really want to do is give you peace. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And you have to have a lot of willpower (laughs) not to buy everything. That is the truth. You know, we used to buy Heart. So we did Heart of Dakota Mm -hmm. for a while, as you know, before Classical Conversations, because like Tina is not the classical homeschooler. I'm not. Everything she's not of the classical, (laughs) I am. But oh, and I would Heart of Dakota. So there I would be. Imagine with me for a minute, friends, whatever that curriculum is that just, oh, it's so dreamy for you and you love it and you just can't wait for those books to come in the mail. Well, that was me with Heart of Dakota. But Mm -hmm. what's great is when you go to the homeschool convention and you go to the Heart of Dakota booth (laughs) and we would go every year so they knew who I was. Mm -hmm. I mean, every year we would see the same because it's the people who run it. And so the workers there, whoever, I don't know. Well, you're probably talking to Carrie Austin and her husband as well, And I'm sure they don't know me personally, but just familiarize my face. And then here's a key thing. It's critical that when you go to the homeschool convention, because there are a lot of books and heavy (laughs) things to carry, you're going to need yourself a tote. And a lot of people, well, back in the day, I remember a lot of people like literally, I don't know if this is before they upgraded to the nice business profile looking tote that you wheel, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. the wheeled cart. Sure. Sure. Remember the plastic ones, those wheeled carts that are plastic. Okay. I don't know. I don't see many use that anymore. Okay. So, but I remember when they had wheels, they would have their suitcase Yeah. just wheeling their suitcase with all the books. And just mm-hmm. when it comes to books and homeschoolers, I don't care what it is. Get me something to carry the books. You'll need to bring something with you for all of your treasures. And if you're over there at now sunlight, I don't think that they give you all of the books. Some of the providers will ship it to you. And yeah. if you buy at the convention, you do not pay shipping costs, yeah. but they will ship it to you. Yes. And that's kind of your discount you get for for buying at convention. Yes. But that's maybe a reason why it's a good idea to drive instead of Very fly. Very good idea to drive. <laughs> yes. And the discounts. Let's talk about that. There are a lot of discounts. I mean, mm-hmm. they have a lot of deals. 
For them, they're excited. It's the start of the new year, really, even though it's in summer, everybody's preparing. Yeah, the conventions generally start in March or April, and the late ones go in August. It's unusual to have one in August. Great Homeschools was in August this year only because... The convention center wasn't open when they usually meet, right? It was a lot smaller this year because of that, because they had to switch it due to, you know, (laughs) COVID-19. Switched it. So it was still great. We loved it, but there weren't as many people. And I think by then, a lot of people- yeah. 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 Did I say- So, okay. Other than roasted nuts. Yes. What's the funniest thing you bought at a homeschool convention? Oh, goodness. We purchased- Okay. We did purchase a stethoscope. Okay. We purchased a stethoscope. Did we purchase any? Did you did you purchase specimens to yeah, dissect? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because <laughs> there's a whole booth with specimens to dissect on your kitchen yes, table. Yes, there is. It's where we got the stethoscope. Okay. It's from that same. Okay. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. No, I think that's it. I bought Laura Ingalls Wilder dresses for my girls. Yes, you did. I <laughs> absolutely love, love, love that. And for the boys, they have all the little wooden Guns and wooden guns, friends, or nugs, yes. wooden nugs. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't do any harm to anybody. They oh, were wooden. No, and the coonskin caps and oh. all those fun, fun things. So it is really an experience for your children. So much. I mean, it's an experience for mom and dad, but your kiddos will love it. Mm-hmm. And remember, I talked about that component that it's so much bigger than us. And yeah. wherever you live. Right. Yes, I know you have the groups and everything, but when your children mm-hmm. see all of the other children yeah. excited about yeah. this, because you know what you're with? You're with thousands of people who love to learn. You're with mm. thousands of people who are 100% aboard home education. Right. And or they want to be. They're they there w- because they, they want to be part to be. of it. Exactly. Right? Well, and that brings up an interesting point Statement. because great homeschools has maybe what, nine or 10 different venues, I teach them so. diligently, yeah. maybe five or six. Yeah. But interestingly, those aren't even the only ones. I do have a listing and this is not yes. meant to be a commercial because it's free, <laughs> but I do have a listing on the homeschool resource roadmap on the rest stop area of all the conventions around the country that are like state and local ones in addition to great homeschools and teach yes. them diligently. Not every state has a good one or any, our state doesn't have one, but sometimes if you are not within reasonable driving or you can't fly, don't want to fly right now, Mm -hmm. distance to one of those big ones, you can still go. There's an amazing homeschool convention that happens in Northern Illinois. We're in Wisconsin. So I remember our friends talking about going to the convention in Northern Illinois. And there's one in Minnesota. They have a great state homeschool convention there too. So probably if you look on the roadmap, because you won't see them all online regular, you could probably find a good convention within driving distance of almost any place you are, unless you're maybe in the middle of Montana. I don't know what to do for you. but <laughs> And a lot of these big speakers kind of do the circuit. I mean, you'll they see do. that mm-hmm. they are yeah. all over. So. I do know that if you sign up to speak at great homeschools, they try to ask you to speak at all of them. And sometimes you can't, you know, there might be a conflict with something and that's okay too. And I think the same is probably true for Teach Them Diligently. Mm-hmm. But they also have great websites where you can see like you yeah. did ahead of time what's there and kind of plan. But I think everybody should go to a homeschool convention at least once, right? Yeah, and if not, here's the thing. You do not, I I promise you, yeah, there are a lot of people there, but they're your people. Yeah. And there's nothing more comforting than being around like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And how many parents, other parents, my husband and I have talked to, we've Mm -hmm. gotten to know 
And so you get to share those things. You get to sit down. And you know what was interesting for me is I remember when Emily and I were in walking around in the convention center and we had met this lady, these two ladies, and they were telling us they were from a different state. And I didn't know anything about the different homeschooling laws at that Mm, point. We were uh so new. Hearing what they had to do, I could not Mm. believe it. I was getting educated just speaking to all these parents from different states. Yeah. And it doesn't Sitting look the same, roasted folks. nuts with somebody from New York or whatever, I know, right? <laughs> but yet you have that same commonality and it's just, it's so, it's a blessing. You guys need to go to a homeschool convention. You'll have so much fun because it's not just the convention. When we're in Cincinnati, there are so many different things to do. Like I said, the aquarium and the they know that. They know that there are people coming to their state. So all of those people are there too. So you can really get a great experience of, you know. A family vacation. Some people actually make vacation. a week of it, right? Yeah. You know, before and after. Yeah, to say that, but yeah. Yeah, before and after the convention. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Okay. So we don't know when you're going to be listening to this broadcast because we're going to be, have it out there. Most homeschool conventions begin in March mm-hmm. and maybe go through June with the outlier, depending on circumstances, maybe in July or August. Yeah. So you need to think about that now. Mm-hmm. Whenever it is you're listening to this, go to convention sites, go to the Homeschool Resource Roadmap rest stop convention page and look and start planning. Yeah. How much time do you think people need to plan before they can like go with confidence? Well, we didn't plan at all, but you know what? You, if you are a planner, you know what I would say right now is even though they're all finished, Mm -hmm. I would say just go onto the website, greathomeschoolconventions.com and get a feel, start clicking around, just kind of get a feel as to who the speakers are. You might be familiar with a lot of them, just clicking around on there. And because they usually do the circuits, it Mm -hmm. will be those same people. Mm -hmm. So maybe their talks will be titled something different, but you can definitely just kind of go on there, get a feel. They have a section of just the vendors. Mm -hmm. So you can click on that. That's really nice because the way they have it on their website is you can look for a certain vendor that you're looking for, but all of it is clickable. Mm -hmm. So then you click, it takes you to their website, which is so great. You can then at their website, you know, start writing down lists of kind of what you want to look at, Mm -hmm. different curriculums you want to try out. Maybe you want to actually talk to the people that produced that curriculum, ask them questions, start doing it right now. That's what I would say. Start now. All right. You heard it here. Yeah. (laughs) Well, friends, you did hear it right <laughs> here. I love homeschool conventions. Someday Tina and I might be at a homeschool convention. You just don't know. That's right. That is my dream, friends. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about the homeschool conventions. I'm sure that you can get a more professional take on it from the website itself. You can't get the Jenny take. But you though. can't get my take Mm-mm. from it. Thank you so much. I hope that you know that you are your children's very, very best model of learning. You always have been and you always will be.